millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, everybody, and welcome, welcome to, to Boris Saint-Germain. That's the name of this week's episode. Um, do you ever think that you live in Navin again? Like, you, I have an awful growth with these small Irish towns, and I'm driving through them now on the old road. Like, mm-hmm. I drive through Rochford Bridge, and I drive through Tyrrell's Pass, and I drive through Moat, and I drive through Athlone and Ballinasloe, and maybe if I'm drunk, I might drive through Lockeray and Port Upton. <laughs> but just I love them. Uh, and I'm just, I started thinking about Navin, and uh, I would live in Navin again. I was in... I, 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 do, I, I know why I'd, I, I'd love to live in Navin. Just walk around, well, well. Well, well, well. And, that's and all I, you have to say. You don't even need a well back. Well, well, and I'd love to. I'd love to enter the Mead Meaden District uh, Senior Pool League, and I'd love to go to matches, and I'd love to go to Birmingham's for a pint pints. The Roundo. Well, Tony, two pints, please, Tony. Into the China Garden then the Saturday night. Well, Michelle. <laughs> well, Hector. Well, is there a lock on? Oh yeah. I was. Uh, I was in Navin two weeks ago. And I, we had the, the the boys Roscoe and John Larry Evan. We were there. Where are we going to eat? And obviously in a bit of lockdown, so we pulled up at the square, the lovely coffee shop there now, and we all got a. What's it called? The coffee shop in the square. I don't know. A small little place beside the Meat Chronicle. The square. The and square. We, and we drove around, and then don't we, you try and do our fucking accent, the Teresa. The square. That's racist. Snaz. Uh, and it was nice to be back in Navin. And it was funny because I was in Monster Evan this week and I was in Port Arlington and I was in... Were you driving the, the train, train or yeah. something? <laughs> Port Arlington. But I went Any passengers from Port Arlington, please alight from the train at the platform. Port Arlington. mind the gap. Port Arlington has the nicest name I've ever come across, Osgoelia, uh, for an Irish town. It's one of my favourite names and to the people who from the podcast who are from Port Arlington, you know you're living in it. It's called Cool on Tudra. Back of the something. The back of the cinema. S- the back of the s- Cool on Tudra. The back of the tannery. Because there was an old oh. tannery there uh, along the canal. All, you see, if we cast our minds back to now, four or five... Hang on a second. Why would you call the yeah, town... The, the, the back, back of the, t- the back of the tannery. <laughs> tannery. No, but like... There must be a big tannery. Like, yeah, but there must be in the front of it where people walked yeah. in. Jesus, I mean, that is an insult to the Yeah, but tans would never go in the front of it. The, t- the hides would always go in the back of the tannery. 
the back of the tannery, cool on Tudera. Jeez, the town wasn't even good enough to be put in the front of it, like. So, so. Anyway. I don't know, but why do we complicate the idea? No, of we're just calling it. Be- we're just cool, just cool, inquisitive. On, it's beautiful. Yeah. I'm, but I'm just asking you why. Don't ask me. I'm not Seamus fucking Flaherty from the local. <laughs> <laughs> from, from the local county council what going, yes, well, it was called this because no, that, of that's the, not the question. Don't ask me, I'm just giving you the Irish The for question it. is, would cool you... Cool on would you ever Could you ever see yourself living in Navan? Could I ever see myself living in Port Arlington? No. Navan. Tell me, it's a bit, bit hard for you to go and live there. I mean, you don't even go back for visits. I do. I'll be driving through there next week now. But <laughs> that'll I, be enough then. Uh, I don't know, Tommy. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, maybe... I don't know. I don't. I've never. You would. What, what, what would you do of a morning if you were living in Navin? You'd be up around nine. No, but have what, the breakfast and right, walk into am town. Am I a twenty-year-old? No, now, no. Now I get up and I'd go for coffee down the town. Uh, go for a little walk around the town. You buy a paper, or maybe pop. We'll buy the, the paper. All them news agents are gone now. Uh, McAvoy's used to be a great spot there. Yeah, yeah. Me Chronicle. Uh, Tierney's, 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 Tierney's for the Chronicle. Imagine if the with football. I, I, and two lottery tickets. Into Navin, a man, he's watched a training session. Oh, the yeah. and watch the mead team over to Ezio's chipper. He's no left foot, that man. No this left foot. This is too, it's too romantic, this notion of going back. But you, if you live in any town, you're not going to go down and watch the young lads no. training and have a, like you'd have a coffee. See, well, yeah. so you're, different. you're different because you will never leave your parish. You have never. The only time you went was Audrey to Thailand, then you come back. You haven't. <laughs> and you, you had a panic attack yeah. and you came back to not more. Yeah. And you slept for a week on them qualudes. But you haven't. Even you are pure Knockmore. Yeah, but you're not. You pref- you're a pure you're, parish. You're Galway men, and you try to pretend you're from uh, Navan, but you're not. Like you, you, you wouldn't go back to Navan. You wouldn't. You wouldn't I, go back. W- to what I'm saying to you is that that the fantasy of living in one of those beautiful small Irish towns. Oh, fantasy is yeah. alive and well in me. So myself and Hector have we've left our hometowns. I never fucking had one, but anyways, yeah, that's another story. Well, well, well we're, we're, we're you, working through that. We had to leave. We had to get up. Exiled. Pack the From backpack. We had to get, get the mixtapes. Get the CDs. Get a couple of quid together. We had to go. We had to leave Navan to, to seek. Yeah. To seek fame, not to seek fortune. Fame and no, fortune, to, yeah. We see? had to get out of there for back. our own well-beings. You see, you turned your back on your own people and now you want to go back. No, I'm just... No, no, accept no, you. No, they no, wouldn't no, want no, you back. No, no. So, I'm, so have you ever, Larita Blue, have you oh, ever had a dream about living in another part of the world? I, I thought would, you were going to say nothing. No, but you know I mean? Would you, can you ever see yourself... So I'm asking, I'm asking Hector, would you ever go back yeah. To Navin, and I'm asking you, would you ever leave Knockmore? Um, unless I had to, like, or unless I now take me out of the box out of here. <laughs> I might like to live in a different country than Where? a, than what a country different live in? county. Um, I'd like to romantic notion of living in New York. Wow! Hello, Joe Biden, New York office. Yes, well, that's <laughs> great. I better do it in the next four years. Or Hello, Biden it. Central. Yeah, I, I would. I'd, even though. You always think like I love, I love New York. Yeah. Um. But then again, if you were living there, it would be co- a whole different. You know, the romantic notion of living there and the reality would be. Of course, and if you had nine kids in a fucking tenement in Harlem, geez, how would you be? Jeez, that would be bad. <laughs> that would not be good. I would not like that. No, I'm just thinking, 
like you're thinking cocktails and taxi. Yeah. You're thinking yeah, Long, yeah. Island, Long Island at the weekends over yeah, to the summer house. I'm thinking That's live out, live out in Long Island, or the apartment looking on Central Park. Yeah, you're yeah. you're not talking about going into the fucking deli at half ten at night and a fucking wild-eyed Mexican <laughs> on fucking crystal meths <laughs> starts shooting the fella behind the counter. <laughs> no, I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, the salami, okay. <laughs> Mind you, that could happen in Ballina as well. So well, I'd say it'd be far hard. I asked for fucking chipotle, <laughs> chipotle mayonnaise. Yeah, I don't know. No sauce on the chips, you guy. Fucking chipotle all over the place. I asked for taco fries, not garlic fries. Well, let's get the thing. We're driving back twenty minutes later with a tractor and a fucking flamethrower. I said no sauce. And to come the whole way back from Bunny Conlon with that. You Foxford cunt! <laughs> Large amounts of chipotle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it might be just completely different. No, but you, 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 you are parish. You are parish born and bred, and there's something beautiful that you stay that you have left. But we I just have like to, around, we, we being around to. my own people. I like being around my own people. And when I say my own people, I mean the Knockmore people. I don't even mean Balna people. I mean Knockmore people. Yeah, there's a difference. Yeah. Uh, I knew a fellow one time who. Went back to Navan at the age he born and reared in Navan, like Hector, tribal deep in the town, and ancestor deep in the town, bone deep in the Navan. Oh man, he's deep, bone deep in the graveyard. And he said he was up in college in Dublin, and he came back into the the bus from Dublin dropped him straight into the square. And he said he got off the bus, and he said he's had this fucking feeling. He said this will do, this will fucking do me. You know that he was his his imagination was yet. Yeah, Happy enough. I fucking, I, I like this. And I know a young one from Portumna who le- never left Portumna. Born and reared in Portumna and she'll never get out of it. But it's just, that's just, yeah. that's a, you see, I don't have the same, not, not that I was dying to get out of Navin, I just never thought of, I just, travelling just seemed like a fucking, let's go. Yeah, but now you, know. you don't do it. Do you what? Know, you're, you're not travelling, well I suppose with work and stuff. Of course you, I am. But you're, but you've been based in Galway longer than you've been based in Navin, have you? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm in Galway now. Mm. What year is this? I don't know. Year twenty twenty one. Twenty. I've been here since nineteen eighty nine. So really, Galway should be considering giving you the freedom of the, you know, giving you citizenship now. Can you get things like that? Can you become a Galway? You get the man? keys to the city. Yeah. Can you become a a Ma- like if no. you weren't from Mayo, could you become a Mayo person I'd if you love, lived there? I'd, I'd We're love. always going to be blow-ins. I Would think. you love to be Mayo people? No, I'd love. To. No, my, oh. my my idea <laughs> so of fame, my idea of fame would be get a, a fucking a roundabout named after myself in Galway. Really, I'd love that. <laughs> Like or a, a, no, Tommy. What about a street, a back street in Navan, a little back street, a back street in Oh, hook, oh, Hector's way. Hector's way. <laughs> <laughs> All the boys above which way I came through Mellow's Terrace, Midgens, Midgens Terrace, and Mellow's Terrace, and Buttermilk Lane, and Hector's way. There's a way the Navan has walked. There's a, like there is something romantic when you do go back to Navan. I like when I I asked for a couple of nicknames of Navan lads since I started the podcast. A load of Navan lads have started following me on Facebook. Like Honky Dumphy and <laughs> all the boys. Like, it's, and I'm looking at all these nicknames, and it does remind me of the way the classic Navin lads who've never, who always have been around the town. There's just, there is something about your hometown. I, I've, I've a fierce amount of love for Navin now, and I'll be driving through it a lot over the next couple of weeks up to Belfast. I told you this before. He'll drive it slowly through the oh, town. Oh, I drive slowly through oh, the so town. It takes Tommy two days to get to Belfast. I, what I do is I'll drive as far as Enfield and take a left and go Longwood Trim and then. Would you not come, hang on a second, would you not come off the motorway there, Kenny? 
Gad come round and, uh, through Kenny Gad and then go through Longwood that way? No, oh. I wouldn't go that way. That road, the road from Kenny Gad to Longwood is too small. It's bad. No, no I love that road, Tommy. You're up by Longwood. There's a bad old wiry bends oh, before. Awful bends. Awful bends before Longwood. There, there's there's fa- there's fucking there's potholes with families living in them. <laughs> and, <laughs> as a child, we used to see the yellow steeple at Trim. We'd be coming back and going, and we'd see the yellow steeple lit up at night at Trim, and we'd be there. The castle in Trim. Oh, the, the Wellington boot and the boot nightclub. Oh, in the Wellington. is full of castles. Slane Castle, Dunsany Castle, now, Trim Castle. You're posh, you see. That's why you're called the Royals. I, I will say, on my travels this week, I encountered an amazing part of the world that I was never in before. And that's something this this new series will has brought me to amazing parishes off the. No, moment. no, no ads for other projects on this head podcast. <laughs> you can't be doing that. You can't be this. this but you're fucking. This you're on about Dairy Girls there a second ago. You're on about your fucking. He never said Dairy Girls. He said I'm going I up never north. Said Dairy Girls. You, you said you're going north. North. Where yeah. are you going north? Are oh, you going up to Belfast, boys? Is it? I'm going to Belfast to get the fucking Viagra connect. He's going up. <laughs> <laughs> there's really no there's no He's product to Belfast can I just say there'll be no product placement pop, no product pop, placement pop, pop, popping up on yeah, this but show. anyway Hector tell us about your new show no <laughs> I I what? I'm, 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 I'm crowbar that is every fucking episode so, I mean you show but when you say me new show fucking we talking about the Saturday somebody night show said, somebody said Christmas bring, I never bring fucking Christmas we've been on about I never bring it up no no look at look at it if I see this one more time at the end of the show it's been a real pleasure Pleasure to talk to you. No, it fucking hasn't. That's the 755th time I said it's a real pleasure to talk to you. It's not a pleasure to talk to everybody in the fucking world. It's been a real pleasure to talk to you. Shut up! Now, you see, Hector's get this is Hector's way of returning. Somebody said during the week that we're we, Tommy, you and I are mean to Hector. That's what they said. I'm I just don't, saying. I don't pay any heeds to that, here, lads. I like, the other thing I, I want to ask, to actually, no, another no, crow I, I have to pluck with you while we're on the subject, Tommy, you said la- on Saturday night oh that it was your oh, favourite thing now? to do was in the week. Oh, yeah. Was to do the TV Not show. One. Who did I say that to? You, you said, said it live to on Rita Ann, You said to Rita Ann Higgins, you said, oh, it's great. Oh, Rita Ann this and Rita Ann that. favourite thing to do in the week. It's my favourite part of the week. You said poetry and podcast could have been the lovely conversation when you said, "Rita, I'm I'm working on a podcast, which is almost like poetry." No, no, no. This is my favorite thing to do in the week. It's the only thing I do in the week, and it's my only chance oh, yeah. to Can see I just other say, people. Cast aside like a dinghy in the fucking Suez Canal. And me, like to- <laughs> <laughs> cast a fucking me and Hector stuck fucking there. refugees. The two of us with no, two fucking paddle back. boats up the Suez on a dinghy, and time. the sun beating down <laughs> on us. Tommy's on the big ship. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy, right here he comes on the chat it. show. Fucking HMS fucking chat show. <laughs> and he above with a young one above in the fucking cabin. <laughs> well, who's minding the ship? <laughs> it's an autopilot. <laughs> and the two of us are paddling there. Um, and we're not sunburned. moving at all. Yeah. Can I just say that yeah. the person who contacted you during the week to suggest that Hector was being bullied on the show <laughs> obviously can't tell the difference between my voice and Hector's yes, that's voice. maybe I, true. Uh, I have no comment. All I'll say is uh, I have no comment to make on that. Hector uh, might have anyway, Hector, tell us about your new <laughs> no, show. No. <laughs> I, 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 when, I, when is it on, Hector? What day of the week is it on? Oh, yes. Don't get I'm me going. If you go go want me to unleash the sneer, <laughs> no, I'm not I will. Sne- no, we'll just ask one. I've, I've tell put, us about your show. I've, no, closed no, up the, I've closed up the sneer shop for a while now. Stop. Uh, the the sneer will not be taken out. Hector, what village did you go to that you were never in before? I left the motorway. Uh, coming down from Kilbegan, oh, we got on the motorway 
and we stopped for a sandwich at the old Kilbegan petrol station there just off the motorway. And then we regrouped and we went down through the centre of Kilbegan, down past the, the whiskey, the oldest, oh, yes, oldest yeah, yeah. distillery. Down the hill. Down the hill. For Tommy? 250 year old distillery. Yes. Uh, yes, we ordered a pallet of it. And then we, hit, we headed out on the old road towards Horsleap. And as oh, I went yeah. through Horsleap, I looked over and there was the big prancing horse. That's right. There was the really, and we turned right. And we've spoken about this before. For those of you who don't know, that horse is the Ferrari horse that was bought by Eddie uh, Irvine, a Westmead man. Uh, and, and it was the Eddie Irvine prancing horse. And planted in Horsleap. I told so you on. about the gushing river that we used to stop as childs just there to the right. Children. <laughs> Child, children. <laughs> And we turned right and I went over the gushing, I went over the gushing stream, a babbling stream it was too. It, I nearly stopped the car. It was clear as crystal, almost like I was back in 1983 and we'd stopped for a wee wee on the way to Galway and the, the same little stream was there. And I urge anybody who listens to this podcast to stop the car at that and babbling stream and have a pee and just take it all in. Then we went up about a mile and we headed left. A fork in the road brought I us... I took a shite in Enfield one time. <laughs> Tommy, why? Where? Were you bad? Stop. Were you bursting? In the, the main street at four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Tommy! No, you did not. I said I leave that there. <laughs> no, you didn't. That's no, I didn't. Go on. No, you didn't. No, I didn't. That's not mind. for discussion. Um, and then we went all, all on the way and we went to a place called Rosemount, which is a village about 10 miles away off into the countryside, equidistant between Mullingar, Moat, and Athlone. Athlone, yeah. And I sat in the front lawn. Equidistant. <laughs> Equidistant. And uh, sat in the lawn. I think I was in Rosemount before, mm. Hector. Yes, Larita. I think I was there. <laughs> Definitely. Larita, that lovely little uh, Is it on the way Very to, Gl- uh, not Glendalough? What's that? Um, Glendalough? No, no, what's that village? You know, what's that village outside that Atlone that's, um, that's sort of a, you know, kind of an, uh, what's it? It's like an old, old village that's kind of in our vi- history books. Okay, or hang on, hang on, hang outside on. At Lone. Outside Atlone. What was it famous oh, for? Oh, no, 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 Clonmacnoise. Clonmacnoise. No, you're way oh, off. Yeah, Is yeah. it not near there? No, no? so just uh, say if you're on the way between Moat and Horsley, it was way off, off to the right, about 15 miles into the countryside. It was a beautiful, rich countryside. And I sat there with a magnificent senior football player uh, from Liberia who plays for Westmead, Baidu who's a fantastic player, cornerback on the Westmead team, oh, plays yeah. senior for, uh, he was from Liberian originally and he was brought to Ireland as an eight-year-old and he joined into school in Rosemount. Amazing player, great footballer. Talking uh, uh, about his life uh, on the series, it will be a great series, by the way, but you will see the, the village of Rosemount. But the countryside around there. It's lush and oh, it's... Oh, man. It's part of Drumlins, the... Drumlins, It's the Escaria that, yes. remember Cullamore Rook told us, the Escaria that goes from uh, in and around Dundalk and Drogheda and it goes all the way over to maybe it is a peter out near tip or something. Yeah, like alluvial plains, oh, fertile. Yes. Shane Lowry's so, favorite golf club where he plays Esker Lawns and awfully. It's all that lovely. But that's soil. that's amazing. Like, I would know that part of the world from say if you're driving from uh, is it Kilbegan to Moat? Yes. And on the right hand side, remember there's a hotel there called the Well. That's back off the road. Behind that, that's all beautiful, big, lush countryside. It's I amazing. was ne- Rosemont. There's a there's a shop, there's a church, there's the senior pitch, and there's a pub. I think it's called the Style. It's closed, obviously, but they're a senior football team, and it's lovely. How did it get the name? That sounds like an English name. Rosemount. 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 Nice, yeah. And Baidu, 
great footballer, Liberian originally. And he no lives good there, as a 12 year old, no good as a 14 year old, no good. He was in goals as a 16 year old, never got a run with a county team. And then all of a sudden things clicked at minor, brought into the uh, senior ranks at the school, uh, liked playing soccer at the time, fell in love with GAA. And now he plays senior inter-county football. And for is, he, is he a size of a man? Oh, he's a, he's well built. But he spoke like, I said, who's the best players you come up against? He said, well, I've played against this and that. And then he said, well, when you know you're playing against Dean Rock and he's coming down to shake your hand just before the match starts. I said, did you give him the old one-two? With the... Now he's well built, but he said it was just an honour to play against Dean Rock. Scored a point off Monday. But just to hear the story to come from Liberia, war torn. And does he live in Rosemont? Lives and lives and is lives and is happy there in Rosemont in County Westmead. Tell me about an old friend that you haven't seen for a long time that you'd like to see again. Who comes into your mind? I think a fella's there's one or there's a uh, a fella called Are we allowed to say names without being sued? Say the first name. Goofy. Right, well that's fine then. I think Goofy went off to be a priest. Goofy who? Oh, Is right. this from Navin? Goofy Fitz, he's from Ballinasloe. He was in the boarding school in Ballinasloe. I think he went off to be a priest. I'd love to see him again. And you've never seen him since? Stalky. Stalky from Athlone. I think he went off to become a psychotherapist in Scotland. I'd love to see him again. You know what I mean? I, I kind of... Yeah. Uh, there's a, a fella called Glenn who's living in Toronto that I see every now and again on Facebook and if I'm ever gigging in Canada. But you know that, that people like that that... You have fierce affection. Yes, for yes, yeah. But you never see them, yeah. and you kind of you're not up, you're not in touch with them on Facebook or anything. I don't know. Do I don't know. No, but I'm just saying I, in general. I'm not even in contact with ye on Facebook. <laughs> never mind. Saying in general, in general, but a, a lot that, of people are in that contact. wouldn't be, that wouldn't be my style now. But I just and I. And some, you think for, if you if you were in the shop and you were getting diesel and he walked in, would you know? Fun, I tell you a funny thing now, right? An old school pal of myself and Hector's, Gatsy. Uh, was um, I was to meet him one day in a hotel in Clane in County Kildare. And we'd arranged to meet at 11 o'clock. We're going to have a yap. And he's a, a, a strong old pal yeah. of mine and Hector's and a, a good man, you know. And sending texts to each other. And uh, I meet you at 11 in the Foyer Hotel. We go for coffee, have a chat. You know, he's, you remember him, he was a big, he was big into debate and he was a big Man United fan. He was just, I, but I got, on, got on really well. So you only, the last time you'd seen him was in school? In school. Right. So, uh, five past eleven, I'm coming down the stairs of the hotel and uh, there's no one, there's, there's, there's an owl lad sitting in the corner, but there's no sign of Gatsy. And I, I woke up and I, I fucking, I check out. Next thing, the owl lad comes up to me. <laughs> well. <laughs> it was Gatsy. It was Gatsy. You didn't recognise him. <laughs> I didn't recognise him. Isn't that gas? So, I would say, about, about Goofy <laughs> and Stalky and all these people, I would, if... That's why when people go to reunions, they have their names written on their shirts because otherwise people wouldn't know who the fuck yeah, they are. Yeah, some people have changed immensely. You, you never think you've aged that much. Yeah, and you, people around you see they're seeing you all the time, so they don't. Yeah, but I'd, I love, I'd love to see those fellas again. I remember, I remember we were in Australia doing a series years ago and Kieran White. Oh yeah, no names. Uh, <laughs> Kieran. No, but you just said Gatsy. Gatsy, yeah, yeah, yeah. first but name. Kieran White. Only we're doing uh, first names. We got Kieran. <laughs> I met him in a hotel in, in Sydney and it was just great to see him. And did you recognise him straight off the back? He hasn't changed at all. And I hadn't seen him in years. He's such a good friend, such a good footballer, such a good lad. Lovely in fella. And to think that he had he set up his life in Australia. And for me to be down there filming a TV show and to be in the hotel and then he walks in and then we meet and we did, I think we did a couple of beers in, that evening. 
And it was just lovely to sit with an old school pal in the foyer of a hotel, in the bar of a hotel in, in Sydney, years and years later, and I haven't seen him since. But I know what you're saying. So it's beautiful, it's who, beautiful. Is there anyone that comes to mind that you haven't been in contact I'd like with? to get all the boys back, spew all the lads, all Bebs. I'd like to get all them, Paul Rogers, Mark Rogers, Stephen Deegan, Alan Cantwell. I'll get, get Robbie McDermott, Davy Smith, Derek Dungan. Get them all back. Get ne- them Nelly, all. Nelly Kavanagh. Noel Kavanagh, Decky Collins, Pori Coyle. Get them all back into somewhere. We need to get back into a room have you ever and just had look at each other for the first 20 minutes. Have you ever had a reunion? Never. No. And we've spoken about this before. No, never had a reunion. Never. We should organise it now for you. Really? On the uh, podcast. <sighs> I just, Get you all together uh, again. Ask, ask Grant. Uh, no, we something. can do a podcast from the reunion. But yeah, friends, have you any friends like that you'd well, like to I see? I suppose for me as well, um, Facebook is great. So even if you don't see people or you haven't seen them for years and years, like there was a girl I played football with in Boston called Roisin and we were so close like. Yeah. And she lived in Australia then for a couple of years. She's a couple of kids now. She's living back in Offaly again, but I haven't got to see her, you know. And uh, I would love to do that because again, you're so close with someone for like three three or four months and you're playing football and you're living together and you're going out and you're drinking and you've, yeah. you build up this great friendship for years and then, or for a few months that feels like years and you feel like you know them so well and then you don't see them again. So it is hard like to... I had a weird experience one time uh, and this is, it's a strange thing about male friendship or, or that maybe if it's, it's women get this as well. I was phenomenally close to this fella for about a year and then yeah it was just really fucking strange what, yeah. what time of your life was this so I was doing stand up and um, <clears throat> Simon Pegg you know Simon he's oh, in yeah. Mission the Impossible actor, yeah. and, wow. and Spaced and all those he's a great actor and we did a small bit of touring together in England and then we we toured Australia and New Zealand together for two months um, in oh god it was 1997 and we became unbelievably close. Just just a kind of a... It's very hard to find words to describe it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, he, he said it was... Later on, he said that was almost like a little love affair. Mm-hmm. It's nothing physical, but you're kind of... This, just a kind of fucking a, a closeness. Or, no, just a kind did of. You, a, did you find him attractive? No, but no, I don't mean attractive no, no, in that no, way. No, I mean an attraction no, as in you're, you were just close. It was just just really close, and we were on the far side of the world. Then when I came when I came back to this side of the world, uh, he was living in Kentish Town, and it was um, I used to go up and stay in the house with him. There's a great bunch of fellas. A great guy called Nick Frost, who's a very good friend of Simon's as well, and a fella called Michael Smiley, a fella called Greg Fleet, and it was just this. It was this. This house was like a holding area for mystery tramps of the stand-up scene. It was fucking fantastic. And then we just kind of, Simon went off and started doing space to the sitcom and I started doing stand-up and we didn't see so much of each other. But it was a real closeness for about a year. I, I never really saw him too much after that. And then um, he, ha- he, had an, he brought out an autobiography, you know. And I was like, oh, fuck, Wow. I said, I, I must get a mention in this, like. Yeah. Because we were so, the friendship was so fucking pure and, and deep and honest and, fuck, yeah, yeah. and good crack. Not one fuck. Well, I threw the book back into the pile and I walked out of the shop going, fuck you. Well, fuck you anywhere. 
But it's not the strength. He erased you from his life. Well, totally. And I just, it, it's that weird thing. And have you seen him since? Never seen him since. Never. And I often wonder if Your I... Your paths haven't crossed at all. No, but I think that some people have a, a gift. Like I remember another time, this is another strange thing about male friendship. I remember another time being in a cafe. I don't think that's just male friendship now. Oh, that I, I think that can happen with women mm, as well. Yeah. And I think another part of it, and the reason you can get so close to someone when you're with them for a short space of time, is you they're you're very open with each other. Right? Yeah. You talk about things very Especially and I think it's traveling. because you're I think it's because you don't have that big lead up to a friendship. It happens all of a sudden. Yeah. You're kind of kindred spirits. You open up to each other, you're completely open that you may not tell other people stuff at all. And yes. then all of a sudden, it's like it's almost like a bus journey. You're somebody you sitting beside a stranger yeah. on a bus, yeah, and just fucking yeah. But away. Tommy, you were staying in hotels and you were travelling together. You were doing two months of a tour, which is intense. It's intense that, and then all of a sudden, but listen. But another time, and this story maybe is more particular to male friendship. And the way with women's friendship, there's a a, a loyalty demanded and a loyalty expected. Right, oh, and, yeah. and you, you know, if you're if you're women friends, you have to put in the fucking the shovel work. Yeah, and why aren't you phoning me? And all this kind of crap. Anyway, so uh, I was in a cafe with this friend of mine, you know, and uh, this was about eight or nine years ago, and um, I was just I was going through something at the time, and I was I was telling him about it, mm. you know, and uh, he says he says, "Yes, that's amazing." He says, uh, "And do you not have any friends that you can talk to about this?" <laughs> I just went fuck off. <laughs> I, thought, I thought this is what was the happening here. You're burdening me with your problems for fuck off and tell someone else. <laughs> what did Jesus, you? I just came over a fucking fine. I didn't fucking need I to know your problems. Coffee. You don't need to know your fucking private life, you fuck cunt. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. So that's, you know, yeah. and I think, say, my, my, my friendship with you now is. is Fucking centuries old, like you know. And we, Sense, I thought you were going to say sensual. No, centuries old. So, <laughs> would we, you sleep with me if you had to? How do you mean sleep with you? No, As in the same it, bed? No, yeah, because we're close. Yeah. Like I've often said it to Roscoe. I share beds with Roscoe and Evan, the boys, because I've been traveling with them for twenty years. You sleep a, with me. There's an awful, to. there's an awful closeness to that. But but we have a rhythm of friendship, which is that. Would you get into bed with me if it was the only bed in the world? No, I'd stand up at the door. Of course you would. Yeah, well, of course you fucking would. would. Sleep in the same bed with the Let me finish what I'm saying. Um, uh, we've a, our friendship is based on a rhythm of work, so we know that if we're not working together, it's very because it's very hard for us to stay in contact. Apart from pool, yeah, apart, apart from, from pool, and, yeah. and apart from the fact that Tommy probably never rings <coughs> unless he has to because he doesn't use the phone. So what's what's been incredible about this and any stuff we do together is that we're very comfortable with each other and we're great pals, and we. But it's the work thing; it's the rhythm of work that keeps us together, right? So. Um, mm. But it's just the whole male friendship thing is a curiosity. So, so th- th- they would be the two big things that I'd remember. You're not getting the mention in Simon's book, and, and your man said to me, "Who?" And your, your man said to me, "Me pouring at me fucking heart for <laughs> him going." Do you have any friends that you can talk? <laughs> that is a real man thing, Fuck isn't it? Off, you Whereas the woman, then you'd become instant friends about that. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, that would be the basis on which it'd form it's a like, new re- I can friendship. Go, I can go days without talking to mates and stuff. Like, it's like. I, uh, yeah, men are totally different regarding friendship, aren't they? Mm. It's the, the levels, the deep. The My deep. father has a gift for a gift for friendship. Oh, totally. He's he's a, a scholar at it. Like he would, I told you before. Like he spent, I'd say, thirty five years meeting the same four fellas for pints every Friday night. He would 
go on drinking trips with fellas he was in agricultural college with way back in the early 1960s. Yeah, yeah. He, I mean, the most beautiful stories I ever heard. When he was in his, I think, late 60s, early 70s, himself and a pal of his from Athlone. Now, they would have spent huge amounts of their childhood on the lake as young fellas in the 1950s in Athlone. They'd go down to the Jolly Mariner and they'd just take an old boho and they'd row out to an island yeah. as young fellas and they'd light fires and they'd catch fish and 1950s Ireland, you know, and the, yeah, yeah. the freedom of it. And if maybe 10 years ago when they were in their late 60s, the two of them went back to Athlone, they got a boat and they took it out to an island in Lockery like they did when they were they did not, young did they? Isn't that lovely? And as 68-year-old men, they carved their initials into a tree. Class. Isn't that lovely? Mm. So my, my father has a gift for that type That's of lovely, yeah. That's so your beautiful. father then keeps, obviously keeps in contact all the time with these people. You know, obviously his friend had moved away from Athlone yeah. as well and they just continued to keep in contact. But it'd be, it'd be phone calls. Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't be texting or no, sending photos no, no. of his hat yeah. or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> what is he's having for breakfast? One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Tell me this now. Um, uh, you would have, uh, might have gone out with the odd footballer. Right. <laughs> I'm fucking treading carefully like, like I'm going go through on. landmines. Go on. So what I'm asking well, you is... Tommy, I don't do know it? where you're going. What, here. do I keep in touch with them, is it? No, let me finish. Everyone's getting all fucking nervous all of a sudden. And I know exactly, <laughs> I know exactly where I'm going. So, so uh, because I wouldn't have experienced this. The and, odd footballer. And, and, and Hector mightn't have experienced this. But do fellas who played on teams together that did well say 30 or 40 years ago do they stay in touch as a group and would they have reunions and would are they like you only see these Vietnam movies where the boys meet in the bar after a fucking tour like do football do, do inter-county or good club footballers stay in contact with another years after the event 
Yeah, I would say they would. They and would. I don't think it has to be inter-county footballers okay. either. I think that there's always a bond there, I think, if you've soldiered through. And maybe more so if you've won something together. Yeah. Yeah. Um, possibly. You may then have been kind of spending more time together if you know if you yeah. have one was something. that the wrong way to introduce this yeah, topic was a bit of a you went talk. out with the odd footballer <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't know what to say you, you, you know what I'm trying to say what are you implying here yeah what are you implying that Loretta only goes out with footballers yeah is that what you're saying Tommy because you did a big laugh after you finished it no because I was only laughing because of the tension Loretta, that was created by well, you, you said <clears> it how do you mean you you're the one that brought it up on behalf but, of Loretta Loretta has gone out with an array of different professional men yes, over the years yes, guards footballers predominantly footballers though I will give you that <laughs> but a predominant <laughs> amount of them. And tell but, me, uh, the footballers you've gone out with, would they be specific to a position in the field? Uh, like, would you? No, no. Oh, really? No. You've, you've worked your way from. And they wouldn't necessarily just be footballers now, you know, but they'd be kind of sporty players. Sporty fellas, yeah, yeah. And they would be in a range of different positions, <laughs> probably. So it would be some maybe in the. Defence area, yes. some in the forwards. Oui. You may even meet some in the midfield area. Oi. Oh, midfield may, general. May Oi. lay down with a few goalkeepers, you just don't know. The spine of the team. I couldn't possibly comment on the positions. So, in terms of friendships then, are there, are there people I you haven't think, seen for a long I time? I think when you've played football, there is a certain bond with, with people that you've played football with all your life. And yeah. even... Me, having played football myself, and girls that I would have played with all throughout different... I would have great grow for those people yeah, yeah, yeah. and I would still you know even though I wouldn't see them I'd either keep in touch with them mm. on, on, on on social media or if they ever rang you for something or you rang yeah. them you would always have that well we played football together you know and that that's important I think yeah. and I think that I get that sense from anyone that plays football I think together. if I if, uh, you look out for each other you know uh, I don't make the phone calls too often to people to have that catch up chat but what I like doing is getting them all around to the house then to have a barbecue where we can have seven or eight hours of debauchery and beer and get over all the chats and get all the news and then we mightn't see each other I think people have got really busy Life and mm. people have got so busy in the last 20, 20 years, whatever, yeah. that we just get fucking lazy, don't we? We just get lazy. Yes, it's very easy you to just be get lazy. lazy and it's easy to just drop a text and just say, you know. But like I, another thing is, like I talk to Audrey every single day. Right. And she'd be the one person that I would talk yes. to every single day. And then obviously all my other friends. And we talk about Audrey every week. Every single day, yeah. Audrey, Audrey between Audrey and Clive. <laughs> <laughs> And Tommy's friend in the in the coffee shop. He offloaded all his personal problems. He doesn't even know his name. But yeah, like the rest of it, then it'll be a text. But I'll tell you what I don't like: when you can't maintain a relationship or a friendship with someone when you're the one that's always doing the the go to, like shovel work. I'm always, you know, the heavy lifting. I don't mean I, but if you're always contacting someone or you're always checking in with someone and they're never. Really, but they check in back in with you when you text them or you ring them. But if you're, do you just check in with Audrey every single day? Every day. And what, what do you, do you talk about? Just general life. Like what? Like, like everything. Like but everything. But you talked to her twelve hours ago. Yeah, but just might have something we need to discuss. Like. But you talked to her twelve hours ago. Yeah, I talked. And what changes in twelve hours? I talked to her every single day. What every changes? Day. What do you talk? Sometimes you could talk to her four or five times in the day, and then more times there will be. Jesus, Mary and Joseph. And our phone calls could range between a minute or forty minutes. <laughs> And and would you call yourself a good listener? 
Yes. And just sometimes Audrey will ring up and she just has stuff to get off her fucking chests. Yes. And you just listen and yeah. you let her just, and yeah. then I said, and then he said, and then I said, what am I supposed to do? And I yeah, yeah. And then now. I do that as well. And then she listens to me and then she gives me advice and then I give her advice and, blah, blah, and then we don't take it. Yeah. And then we do. But yeah, so I would do that. Like I told you day. about the time that uh, a friend of mine was going through a particularly uh, tough situation at home. Right. And uh, this, is, this is the way men communicate. And... Uh, he says, uh, he says, oh, things aren't going well, you know, at home and I'm not sure if um, if it's going to last, you know. And I says, all right, OK. He says, um, I'd love an old chat. And I says, no problem. Was <laughs> this on text? No, this is over the phone. I said, he says, I'd love a chat. I said, no problem. I said, do you have any friends you can talk <laughs> <laughs> No, I said, um, he, I, I said, well, I'm on, I'm on the road this week. Why don't you come up to, to Monaghan? Uh, and we'll have a round of golf. I can't remember what town. There's a golf course outside. Golf, I never seen you know, golf Outside uh, Carrick. Is it Carrick? Carrick McCross. Carrick McCross, the golf course. Is it the Newer Moor? The Newer Moor Hotel, has yes. There's a good uh, golf, golf course club. there. So I said, uh, we'll, we'll have a round of golf and, uh, and I'll chat, you know. Thinking, with three or four hours, I'll just walk and, and every now and again hitting a ball and we'll have, have a chat. The, f- the 15th tee. <laughs> it was the fucking 15th tee and nothing had been said about nothing. <laughs> So I, I took a swing with the fucking uh, three iron, three three wood, one of them sticks. And then <laughs> I said, how are things at home? And he went, Grant. That's <laughs> <laughs> it. That was the extent of the chat. Wow. So sometimes men just need to... Be rather, just out of it. Just not be talking to each other and just be kind of shoulder mm, to shoulder like mm. two cattle walking down a lane. Mm. And it's it's being in the presence of the yes. other person that gives you the perspective you're looking for. Oh, I wouldn't be able to let that lie now. I'd start the first tea and I'd be like, now, no. what do we need to discuss? <laughs> what is going on? Four! <laughs> I'd be still at the t- first tea. See, that's the difference, maybe. I don't know. So do you think maybe the part of the, one of the things that men and women have to deal with is that, so men are coming from one particular view of friendship, which is just silence, company. Grand, yeah. Grand, uh, cord jackets, pants, the odd no pint. No jeans. <laughs> the odd pint, socks, Sport. shoes, easiness. Yeah. And women are coming from the point of view of talk, loyalty, commitment. Let's sort this out. Yeah. Constant Let's engagement. Let's sort it out, yeah. Don't keep it inside. But can you see how when you put a person from either of those camps together, there is room for confusion? <laughs> Like, wouldn't it be better if women were now women and men were now men? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Possibly. I don't know how that would work. Yeah. Do, you, do you know what I mean? So sometimes maybe but then, in well, our relationships... But then opposites attract, they say. Yes, they do. So, yes. you know. But I'm just saying sometimes if you're in a relationship, you might be saying to your partner, well, we need to talk about this. Yes. And he'd be saying, no, no, we don't. I have nothing to talk about. Well, why are you going around with a big frown on your face then? And why aren't you talking? Open your mouth. What's wrong with you? She's and then tough, it's like, She is tough. And then fuck I'm me. like, I'm like something like picking, picking. Big, 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 and then big suddenly explosion, and then I don't want to hear it. <laughs> what are you fucking telling me that for? Yeah, so maybe that's yeah, that's the difference. Yeah, I think we can fairly safely say that men are men and women are women. Yeah, but can you think of somebody, a particular individual that you'd like to meet oh. after? N- name the person, and we'll see if they get in contact in the show. So let me go first. I would. There are a great amount of people that I'd love to see and catch up with how they're getting on and the one that I would like to just today is Connor Whitelaw and I met Connor in Garbally in I have loads of great friends around that Lone and Clamel but just for the sake of one name I'm going to pick Connor out and um, myself and Connor hitched together a few times 
uh, from left, right in the country. Connor used to be able to sing like Shade, and we'd all gather around him and he'd sing Diamond Life in the boarding school. I think he went on to be a psychologist or psychotherapist in Scotland. So if you're listening, Connor, how are you? And I'd love to hear how you're getting on. Get in touch with me and Hector and we, we'd pass it on we'd the message. We'd pass on the message. To, to Marita, anyone from you? Um, well, I think because I, I, I started talking to, to Roisin. Yeah, Roisin McAvoy. So if Roisin is listening and I know she's on Facebook and stuff, but I'd love to love to see her. And there's another girl who I went to school with and she There'll left. There'll be no end to this. I know, now. yeah. <laughs> no. And another one. I'll tell you. And Teresa. I couldn't. Well, I couldn't. Teresa Moore. They'll just cut all this from, out. Uh, yeah. I couldn't mention Teresa with her also mentioned Dolores. Dolores this is like if I won the Oscar I'd be there all day well I just uh, no but there was another girl when we were in in third year together we were in first and second year and third year together and she left school after third year and I was in the toilet of a nightclub I think I mentioned this before yes. and her name is Fallon and she moved to is Scotland is that her first name? her first name yeah. Fallon and she she um, she moved to Scotland and she came up to me in a nightclub She's a, y- a young traveller girl. She is, yeah, Fallon Mongan. And uh, I, I was awful fond of her in school, you know, when we were in, she, she, we used to sit beside each other and like, the teacher used to be a bit mean to her and she'd make her read and she couldn't read and it used to be like, I didn't like it and I always was very fond of her. Yeah. She came up to me in a nightclub in Balna and she had Larissa and catching up with me and she had a couple of kids and she was living in Scotland. And but she was, she was only about 18 or 19 Oh yeah, yeah, only 18. Like imagine, Fallon I was Mongan. thinking, for fuck's sake, I'm just about able to get myself Let's out. Let's put the shout out there. So, Fallon, I, and she moved away from Balna when we were, you know, 14, And you reckon she's now age. somewhere in well, Scotland? Well, she was at the time, but that's 10, 12 years ago. So, so. if anybody knows Fallon Mongan, <laughs> yes. get her to give Larita a shout in Hector. Yeah. I I could go down, look at schoolmates, I sort of see them a bit on social media, but there's one lad I got awful friendly with and I used to go to the beach mount and the hippodrome with him and it was mostly Sunday evenings and we became good pals. I think he played for Mead at one stage. There's two lads in, in particular. Now there's three. Oh, mm-hmm. see, now when you thought I was No, 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 I'm going to go back. <laughs> I was clear. I'd love one. <laughs> I'd, love to, I'd, love to, I'd love to see Paul Rochford. Rochi. Oh, yeah. Paul, Paul Rochard. Yeah, yeah. Kevin Bellew. I haven't seen Queeve. Queeve, Kevin Bellew. Yeah, yeah. But then this lad. Good footballer, Kevin Bellew. Yeah, this footballer. Left foot and right foot this, coming out of defence. Yes, this lad. Solo with ease with both. I think he's sent just down. His name is Alan Brady. He was in our school for a while and he played for Mead and we used to have great Sunday nights out. The Hippodrome in Navin used to be the place to go on a Sunday night. The 21 Club, it was called. And it was good. It was it was like a roadhouse for riding. Yeah. It was started at right half it was started at half four on a Sunday afternoon. It was the twenty one club on a Sunday night. You'd be downtown on a Sunday night. Are we going to the twenty one club? But myself and Alan Brady had a particularly fond couple of years going there on Sunday nights. What type uh, of music would they have been playing in the hippodrome then? What year was this? Simple Minds, the Pesh Mode. It was all the stuff. It was all the Your own personal Jesus. <laughs> all that stuff. And um, Simple Minds, you two. Oh, it was just great. Sunday nights, but Alan Brady. And we we hit it off. And I haven't seen a sight nor sound of him since them days. And I don't know where he is or what he's doing. And he played for Mead then. Did he? Alan yeah, Brady played yeah, for Mead? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Alan Brady played for Mead around 1996. No, they won the All-Ireland then. Was he on the All-Ireland team? He was on an All-Ireland team that won the All-Ireland. But I I haven't seen sight nor sound of him. I'd like to see his face and I'd like to see what he looks like and I'd like to just say how are you? Just send us a picture of Alan Brady. Alan Brady. So we just want to see your face. 
Uh, 21 Club, the beach mount. Whereabouts in Navin was he from? He was Sanchestown. Sanchestown. out there. Yeah. Okay. But he's just Because there's probably about 900,000 Alan, Alan Brady's, Brady's in the country. There's a lot of, there's a lot of Alan Brady's up around Mead. Yeah. He'd be inundated now with the friend Isn't that request. nice? So we're going to put Tell me, you forgot to put Simon on your list as well. Oh, Simon, Simon Pegg. Peg. Simon's busy doing international movies. Tommy who? <laughs> oh, no reason. No need for that. Sorry, it was funny. It was funny. Maybe it uh, wasn't Tommy, the book. Yeah, no, I have a vague recollection. <laughs> yes. Tommy, <laughs> you, that stand-up comedian. Tommy be ringing me. Meanwhile, yeah. he's over no. there going, dan, 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 He's in Mission Impossible. He's the guy, the, the techie guy. That's why I dropped you. That's why I dropped you. And he's guy. in Star Trek. He played, yeah. He's played, uh, yeah. I watch all his films. <laughs> Are you sure you weren't on the credits in the back or something? Waving at the television. Remember me. I'm over here, Simon. So I'll put a shout out. I'll I'll take the bubble. So if Simon Pegg, international Hollywood movie star, is listening to this podcast, get in touch with me, Simon. If you can, please. uh, Just to say hello. Say hello and say hello. Alrighty, that's all from us uh, this week, everybody. Uh, we hope you enjoyed the show. And uh, like we said, we have a special announcement. Are we doing that right this minute? We're launching a bonus episode every Monday from April the 12th. This means that while the Thursday episode remains free, the bonus episode will be subscriber only, exclusively on ACAST+. Plus. And to find out how to subscribe for this bonus episode, head to the website thlpod.com, click on the cheer you want to sign up to, and start your Mondays off with a laugh every Monday from April the 12th. And just to say, everybody, that we're here each week thanks to Covasol which is a, is it an antigen thing? Is that what they call it? Where we do a COVID test every morning before we come down and do the show to make sure that we're COVID-free before we start talking to one another. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.